Hello, I'm taking a break over December and January. So I've gone back and looked at all of our previous episodes and I've especially chosen a few just for you. So enjoy revisiting them. And you'll hear from me with fresh episodes in the last week of January. Enjoy. Let's get this revolution started. Let's get this revolution started. You're listening to the Compassion Revolution podcast. Each week, we'll be looking at love, compassion, courage and tenderness, and all the hard work of showing up to shape a compassion revolution. I'm Mary Freer, and I've got 20 years working in healthcare behind me, and there's so much more for us to learn. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. I hope you're doing just great. Are you? Hope you will. This week, I discovered a few new things. One, I get really excited about helping people go further. Two, my core value is compassion. Go figure. Three, there's an ice cream shop not far from me called 48 Flavors. Thanks to the person who gave me that tip off and you know who you are. So all in all, it's been a terrific week. What about you? What have you discovered? I'm curious, what's your core value? Simplicity? Creativity? Honesty? Grace? Understanding our values is really powerful stuff. I was having a conversation over dinner with my friend Ian just recently. And he challenged me to do a podcast on values. I love a challenge almost as much as I love strong values. So here you go, Ian. Okay, I do a little exercise when I get groups together to learn more about compassion. I call the little groups Compassion Labs. You can read all about Compassion Labs at freerthinking.com.au. But anyway, in these little labs, I ask people to imagine two words that they might carry with them, kind of like a touchstone or a compass. I've talked about this in a lot more depth, I think, in an earlier episode. But anyway, the idea of knowing how to set your compass with two words is really important. At least I think it is. And I think for lots of reasons. Well, nobody has time to be reflecting and analysing their way forward when they need to make a decisive action, or when the pressure is on and you feel you're being pulled in a direction that's counter to your inner sense of what is right, that's not the time to have to go riffing about what your touchstone or compass is. And don't try telling yourself that you're always steadfast and you never get a bit wobbly on this stuff. We all do. That's why I like this idea of choosing two words, writing them down and keeping them handy somewhere. They're like a little memory jogger. Well, they're probably jogging your conscience and your heart, actually. So last week, I got to hear Brene Brown talk at the Melbourne Convention Centre. Well, me and four and a half thousand other people. She was marvellous. She was straightforward. She's whip smart. And she's really funny in a Texas sort of way. She's also very generous with her time 
and she shared so much that I found really useful. If you haven't read her book, Dare to Lead, I recommend you go straight out and borrow it or buy it. It's a really great book for anyone who wants to do the hard work of being a courageous and vulnerable leader. And that work is all about values. So one of the exercises that Brene did was to ask people to think about what the two top values are for them. I love this because people generally try and have this whole list of values and they honestly struggle to remember what they are. I do lots of work with organisations and teams around designing their core values. And I always say to people, keep it minimal. You want your people to be able to remember the values. Four is great. Eight, not so great. Forget making it an acronym. Your values do not have to spell out the word flourish or respect. Gosh, I remember meeting with a team of leaders once and they'd already come up with their organisation values and they had even started to print all the merchandise. Oh, but they wanted me to bring them alive. This is a rookie mistake. When you agree on your values, they should not need recess. They should arrive alive and well. Anyway, in this case, the organisation had designed the values that spelled out a word. can't even really remember what it was. It definitely had an R in it though, because when we got to the R, someone said, oh, that's for respect. And then someone else jumped in and they said, no, 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 it's not, it's for resourceful because we already had integrity and that covered off respect. And then the third person said, really? I thought it stood for reliability. That's weird. Yeah, it's weird, all right, because if the execs don't know what the values mean, no one in the organisation ever will. Get those values worked out with your people. If I was building the team values, I would start by bringing people together. And I would ask questions like, on our best day, how would we like to be described? Another really good question is, what's the personality of our team? How will we know these values when we see them? What will be happening for us when we're really in tune with our values? And what are the flags that will go up when we're drifting from our values or we're right outside them. How will we feel? You know, how will we actually feel in our bodies when we're working from these values? When we get it wrong, how will we support each other to get back on track? How can I be really compassionate with myself when I don't live up to the values? And how am I going to be really compassionate with other people in the team? when they don't live up to the values? And how are we going to let each other know? There's absolutely no point having values if no one's going to be held accountable to them. And if we're not going to hold ourselves accountable to them, let's not play the values game. I'd even draw the values. You know, I probably would even mime the values. I would move the values. I want people to understand them deep in their bones. And 
I would not have merch created. That's it. I would ban the handy desk flip chart of values. Gone forever. Because you know why? I've seen these comms departments produce all these artifacts. And when I've interviewed execs and I ask them, hey, what are your values here? They look at me really blankly and they go, oh, I'll be right back. And then they run out and get the flip chart. We want great, big, beautiful values that people can live up to. And you know what goes with values? Robust conversations about how we can be accountable. It's not easy living up to our values, but it's really, really worthwhile. So there you go. I hope that helped you, Ian, and everyone else who's listening. So until next time, may you be well, may you be happy, and may your values be a life raft in difficult times. Have you heard about our two-day Compassion Revolution Conference being held in Melbourne on the 10th and 11th of September? We've got the most amazing lineup of international speakers. Grab your ticket at CompassionRevolution.care and you can read more about how you can join the revolution. This podcast is a production of Freer Thinking and our theme music is produced by Iris Latour on I Love You Let's Party. Viva la revolution!